What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters, this is episode 238 of Canada's Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in, downloading, and listening, however you're making it happen. I do appreciate it, y'all. I'm excited to welcome another Canadian barbecue business owner to the show this week. Based out of Zurich, Ontario, Reed's Barbecue started up about three years ago, operating out of the family market, and produces a lineup of stellar rubs and seasonings. Derek Rader is my guest this episode, and we had a great conversation about how the business got started and some of the challenges he has faced along the way. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Motley Q. Not only does Motley Q offer a great lineup of award-winning rubs and sauces, they also teach some of the best barbecue classes going. Visit motleyq.ca and click on the Classes tab to see the full schedule. There are a number of full-day classes to choose from, like King of the Grill, a great class for beginners, and Big Game Prep, great for tailgating or hockey playoff parties. In addition to full-day classes, there are a selection, or is a selection, of micro-classes upcoming, including brisket, steak, ribs, and more. I did have the chance to take a Motley Q class a few years back with Big Joe and Jess, and it was a great, entertaining experience with tons of great food and loads of knowledge. I highly recommend it. Again, that website is motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A. Click on the Classes tab to find the schedule coming up in the Edmonton area. Hey everybody, back with another episode of the podcast, and this week we're heading out to Zurich, Ontario to chat with Derek Rader from Reed's Barbecue. I was first introduced to Derek's awesome rubs and seasonings last year by my Moose Knuckle Barbecue teammate Chance, and I've really been enjoying using his products and definitely need to go and grab a few of uh, a few new ones to try out, and I actually might just do that this afternoon. Uh, Derek, welcome to Canada's Barbecue Podcast. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, man. Uh, busy. Uh, sounds like a busy household there. Kids running around. Uh, you got yep, some... yep. Had a little Playing bit of... Right now, so. <laughs> yeah. Had a little bit of snow and stuff there as well? Or Yeah, I got uh, quite a bit over the weekend. Yeah. Probably probably about 12 inches in total. It's just been spread out. Like, it's been pretty nice for driving on it. Oh, still. that's good. Yeah, we got dump- dumped on on Friday, and the problem was it had been quite warm. Like, I think Thursday was plus 7. And then it, the snow started Friday, and then it got cold, so it just turned into ice. Oh yeah. Uh, so that, the the roads here have been a nightmare the last couple of days, but uh, and yeah, we got a pretty probably about a foot as well here, so we have a pretty good dump and uh, yeah, digging out and digging cars out of yeah. ditches and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, but good excuse to stay home and uh, eat some barbecue though. That's right? right. There you go, man. You got it. Uh, first question I ask everybody, Derek, is what does barbecue mean to you? What does barbecue mean to me? I, I thought you were going to warn me about any of these things. <laughs> I see. I like to get the rea- the uh, surprise reaction on that one. So, barbecue means so. I just enjoy the whole uh, outdoor aspect of it, mm-hmm. uh, the live fire type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got into it, I was uh, more so into like pellet grills and stuff like that, and just more recently began getting into uh, charcoal. Got awesome. a barrel smoker. I know you guys use them with the Moose Knuckle team. Absolutely, yep. Got one of those. Got myself a Kamado Joe. Um, just been enjoying barbecue in that way. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a different process 
controlling your temperatures and stuff mm-hmm. uh, different ways than just through buttons and whatnot. But yep. uh, I don't know. I, I, I do feel that pellet grills have their their place in the I barbecue agree. world. They offer a convenience factor. Mm-hmm. Um, just an easy way for people who aren't uh, quite familiar with it to get into it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that uh, you'll see that's an easy entry for folks is the pellet grills. And then if they uh, really get hooked, then they're going to go into something with the charcoal, the barrels or yeah. the eggs or the kettles or any offsets or whatever, right? Yeah, I know people are pretty hesitant to sell their old gas grill because they're not quite sure what's going to bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you typically see they get something and then they do sell it. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy how how it all works. Awesome, man. Uh, a little bit of you uh, background. You grew up in that Zurich, Ontario area, right on the shores of Lake Huron. It looks like, right? Yep, born and raised here in Zurich. Uh, just from working in my family business, um, my parents started a catering business oh, thirty eight years ago. I okay. want to say okay. Um, so I've been working in that. I went to school for stuff totally re- off related to that. Um, course, yeah. Went for Golf management. Oh, nice. Uh, wanted to kind of get into that type of scene. Worked in it. Didn't quite uh, didn't quite enjoy it as much mm-hmm. when I started working in it. Then uh, transferred into a business program. Yep. Uh, um, did that at university. Got my business commerce. And then just came back and started working the family business after that. Um, we slowly started transitioning to more of like a country markets type yeah. of thing. Uh we do a bunch of more uh, retail stuff, kind of getting out of the catering. Okay. Uh, and then we do a bunch of wholesale as well. We wholesale to, uh, I want to say, to about a dozen different local grocery stores. Um, we make products from um, frozen entrees, meat pies, to fresh salads and, and stuff like that. And that's uh, Jer- so, Jerry Raider's Market, right? I was looking on, uh, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. and Yeah. Yeah, we got a location here in Zurich, and then uh, one in Goddard as well. Okay, about forty-five north of here. Nice, awesome, man. Yeah. So, and so is that kind of where I guess being in that family business uh, is that kind of where the food influence or uh, the food bug gotcha? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, still, always enjoy cooking when I get home from work. Yep. Um, so I started kind of getting into the seasonings and stuff. Uh, when COVID came, we slowed down quite a bit. Right. Uh, we tried to do our part. We closed down for for a few months to try and stop it. Didn't yeah. stop it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started my seasonings kind of in that. When we slowed down, I had some extra time on my hands. I said uh, I had a few that I used on my own. Said, why don't I try and sell these in their store? Yep. Uh, started doing that under like the Jerry Raiders okay. label and whatnot. Um, and then it wasn't too long after that that I wanted to kind of get. Uh, a different type of aspect, like more of like a barbecue mm. type of thing to market it. Yep. Um, I had to get different labels anyways. I wanted to start wholesaling it, so I needed to get all the French nutritional information done on it. Right. Properly. So I said, it's a good time to do that, get my own logo. brand. And stuff, yeah, just a different branding yep. altogether than, uh, than under the Jerry Raiders yeah. uh, label. So I did that. I want to say I started these in 2020, did that in 2021 early right. on, and uh, yeah. And then I've kind of started with four different seasonings. Yeah. Um, I started with my SPG, bacon burger, um, sweet rib rub, and poultry seasoning. Yep. From there, I've added uh, added five more. Yeah, well, we'll get And I got uh, one more in the work. Awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about the products here in a bit here. Um, 
the the cater the family catering business was it barbecue catering or more just traditional catering? Um, no, it was more traditional catering. Yep. Um, your meat and potatoes. We didn't really do much for barbecue aspect. <clears throat> yep. Um, my cousin, he actually lives. I want to say about eight minutes down the road, and they have a catering business as well. Mm-hmm. And he actually is strictly on like barbecued meats and stuff like okay. that. Yep. So we work alongside a lot of each other sure. with each other. Yep. If you want barbecued meats, we get the meats from them. Vice versa, if you want to get fresh salads, uh, he gets them from us. Yep. Um, so yeah, it works perfect. Nice. Um, and he's more strictly catering. So if we got anything, uh, we can just get him to help us out and yeah, whatnot. Absolutely. But yep. so for you, then where does kind of the barbecue bug come from? Uh, where do you think? Where, where you know? Do you have that kind of aha moment where? You got bit by the barbecue bug? You know what? It was just when I got that first pellet grill. Mm-hmm. I, got a, well, I, I should say I started with this little electric smoker years ago. Okay, yeah. Um, but, um, wanted something bigger and whatnot. Got a pellet grill, and then from there, I just kind of got yep. right in. Got Pulled off all the gas barbecues and whatnot. Yep. I've always enjoyed cooking and barbecuing outside and whatnot, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're definitely seeing it take off a little bit with uh, your everyday consumer. You're starting Absolutely. to see them cooking more outside. You see more outdoor kitchens and pizza ovens, stuff uh, stuff like that, right? Absolutely. So how many how many grills in the arsenal now? Oh, I, uh, I got a pellet grill, a little Rock Tech Bullseye one. Yeah, yeah. I mainly just use that for pizza now. It okay. works great for that. Um, Barrel Boss Drum Smoker, um, Motto Joe Classic, um, and then I got a little Lodge Cast Iron Sportsman Grill that I absolutely okay. love you. Yep. It's just fun. Just basic, um, right? And then at work, we use a uh, uh, Smoke Daddy Pellet Pro, the Vertical 2300. Okay. So I usually at work, we do a bunch of brisket and wings and stuff like that. I'll smoke right. them, place the brisket backpack it and sell it cold in their yeah. delis yeah perfect awesome yeah uh so with the rubs and seasonings that you're selling are you producing this yourself or have you gone through a co-packer um i produce all of them but one okay the reason i don't do that one myself is because uh it's my sweet rib rub yep it got a lot of brown sugar in it and people typically know that brown sugar clumps mm-hmm. uh but the co-packer actually uses a different type of, they don't uh, add any additives. Okay. They use, uh, they use a white sugar and then a powdered molasses. Okay. Which prevents it from doing any clumping. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So I just feel like they can do that one better than I can. Yep. Um, it applies to your uh, meats better and whatnot and mm-hmm. it works better, so. I do like to have my hand in yeah. most of it. Well, and with having um, the... the- Sorry, go ahead. But for that one, I just I'm happy with how yeah. they're doing it. Yeah, I guess with having the market, you've got the commercial kitchen set up where you're able to do your own stuff there uh, easily enough, yep. right? So you're not having to hire hire out a commercial kitchen to do it, uh, that sort of thing. So right. it works out well for you. Yeah, yeah. And then having everything there, it uh, allows me to experiment, mm-hmm. try new things quite a bit more than just your everyday guy probably yeah, could. Yeah. yeah, I got spices there anyway so i could just try it here and there and mm-hmm. yeah, have to go out and buy stuff just to try things exactly yeah awesome uh talk about any kind of challenges you faced 
uh, getting the business up and running? Um, at first, the biggest one was actually getting bottles. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, during COVID, you know, that was a bit of a, an issue. Yeah. Um, and then there was a bunch of companies that had them, and they would only sell to people who are current customers of theirs, which makes sense. You kind mm-hmm. of saw a lot of these I will, COVID businesses come, mm-hmm. um, trying new things. And, uh, yeah, it was just difficult finding bottles. So I had a few different suppliers at first, just trying to kind of get them into anything. Yeah. Um, and then I did find a supplier and I've just been uh, with them ever since. Yeah. Sticking with, uh, sticking with yeah. what you have now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people will ask if I'm going to get like my bottles, they range from 80 grams to, to 140 grams. They're mm. on the smaller end of what you typically see in the, the barbecue world. Yep. Uh, but I just kind of find that uh, this way people might be more uh, prone to try one or two rather than just buy one. Yep. Um, they grab a few of these because they are at a lower price point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if, if you like it, you can reorder. Or if, yeah. Typically, if I got a big bottle of rub, if it's sitting in the cupboard, it might stay there for quite a while and not be as fresh. Yeah, you lose some uh, lose some freshness, absolutely. So. Awesome, and with, you know, we'll talk about down uh, as well. You're in with a bunch of retailers. How's that process been? Uh, getting your product out to uh, different retailers. Um, it's been pretty good. It's been easier lately. At first, when I just had the Reed's Barbecue line, my labels they didn't have barcodes on them. That was a real battle for mm-hmm. uh, more of like your bigger stores. Sure. They always wanted codes. It's easier for the point of sale. Yep. Um, whatnot. The smaller. Um, barbecue retailers they weren't too, too concerned with it yep. i still had all the necessary information on the bottles just right. no barcodes but yep once i got the barcodes that made a big big difference uh trying to get different retailers yep now are you uh kind of going out doing the retail the sales to the retailers yourself or are you going through a broker or what's your process there uh, no as of now i have been doing it all myself yep. i know the last half of the year i haven't pushing it too too much to wholesale just just been busy with our with our own business mm-hmm. it's yeah that uh i know we've been short staffed just probably yeah. the same as everybody has been so mm-hmm. i know that needs to be my number one focus yes yeah. not that i haven't been trying to push these it just yep. could have been out there a little bit more but it's just that one thing that needs to take a back seat and, yep. and yeah not that i ran out of product or anything or yep. didn't fulfill any others it's just I didn't have the uh, extra spare time to yeah. push yeah. it cut off. Yeah, not not pushing for new retailers, just taking care of the ones you got and dealing with the the family yeah. business, right? Yeah, you got to only. Yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather do that, and make sure the ones that I got are happy, and mm-hmm. rather than push to too many more, and I can't fulfill orders then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and only so many hours in the day, right? Exactly. Yep, and you got a <laughs> young family here too, so yeah, need to be home for that. Would you say a couple of young boys there? Or? Uh, one young boy and a girl. Okay, one of each. Yep. How old are they? Uh, one's eight and one's three. Ah, uh, yeah. That's uh. Yeah, eight and the boys. Uh, busy, busy time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been through it. It's uh, yeah. It's, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. I won't say it gets easier as they get older, but it does change a little. So. <laughs> yeah, problems just get more expensive, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how's the uh, how's the golf game now? That uh, were you a pretty avid golfer going into that? Looking at going into that business, or um, I used to be a lot more than I have been. Yeah, um, 
used to go out quite a quite often a few times a week, but definitely yeah. not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Uh, I joined a men's night here a few years back, and because uh, I found if I didn't do that, I was maybe getting out once or twice a year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Know, if you have that. A, a work night. tournament and maybe one once or twice uh, other times with some buddies, but other than that, I just wasn't getting out. Whereas this, uh, kind of committing to that at least, uh, not every week, but most weeks, I get out and at least play nine, so it gets me out of yeah. keeps you keeps you going a little bit. More with Derek Rader from Reed's Barbecue out of Ontario after this break. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressings, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned to produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you are looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, Check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Let's talk about the product line. You touched on it a little bit, that the first original four, the SPG, the sweet rib, which I've used, as well as the poultry seasoning, which I love, just a great savory flavor on that poultry seasoning. And the steak and burger, those are kind of the original four. Yep, And yep. Uh, talk, about the, uh, talk about those a little bit and then kind of where it's gone from there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, steak and burger was my number one that I started with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to mimic something that was kind of like a Montreal steak spice. Yeah. Uh, I like that dill flavor in it. Um, and then, you know what? I actually don't really use it on steak. I'm more, I'll, I'll put it on burgers and whatnot, but I actually enjoy it on like fried potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stuff kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got that one. Um, the number one seller probably is the sweet rib rub. Yep. Uh, I should mention last year at the uh, in the American Royal uh, rub competition, it was yeah. in there. Yep. And it fit a 15th in the world and first uh, in Canada. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. That uh, kind of gave it a boost. Yep. And increased some sales there. Um, SPG. It's basically that uh, number one rub that sits beside the stove. Yeah. You can put it on anything. Um, it's just a nice uh, nice blend. And the one, I, the part I like about mine is the consistency of it. It's not like huge thick chunks of, uh, coarse chunks of pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, it flows out smooth. It applies to your meat nicely. Um, it's just a nice overall blend, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and then poultry. That's yeah. probably my favorite one of all mine. Um, on chicken, yeah, it just provides that really, really nice uh, savory flavor, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Chance uh, when he was describing it. He called it, said, you know, that your, your grandma's roasted chicken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No sugar in it, so it's it doesn't have that sweet flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I know before I kind of would... If I wanted a little bit of both, I'd combo that and the sweet rib if I was doing raw ribs or chicken. Sure, yep. Yeah, kind of intertwine the two, and it made a nice, uh, nice flavor. Yeah, get the savory and the sweet. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. So from there, my next one that I made was, I believe, the French fry seasoning. Okay. Which has been a really popular one. Yeah. People seem to really like it. Um, anything potatoes. Um, potatoes. I know some people put it in like their batter and stuff like that if they're okay. making onion rings. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, different stuff like that. Uh, after that, I went to, uh, I made the bold brisket. Okay. It kind of, I want to say it's like a glorified SPG. It's got uh, more coarse pepper in it. Um, it's got a little bit of color from paprika, um, some onion, uh, some thyme. Mm-hmm. Um, not too, too much thyme or anything. You can't really tell that it's in there, but uh, I'm a big, uh, big fan of thyme. So. Yep. It, uh, yeah, it just adds that nice little touch. Nice. Then after that, I went uh, and did uh, Cajun seasoning. Yep. So it's kind of predominantly heavy, and uh, I use a jalapeno powder in it. Okay. That, that's where I get the heat. I um, feel like it uh, has like that southern uh, Louisiana-style flavor. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like a seasoning type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the next two I kind of developed at the same time. I made an Italian pizza seasoning and the dill SPG. Right. Um, I know Chance himself, he's huge on the dill SPG. It's basically, yeah, my SPG. And then I use two different types of dill and I use dill weed. Okay. So just to give it like that, uh, the green look. And then I find most of the flavor comes from, I use a dill seed. Okay. Most of the flavor comes from it, and I crack it before I put it in the, the blend. Okay. That adds uh, more of the flavor to it, the cracking nice. of it. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, the Italian pizza seasoning, it's uh, like you can imagine, yeah, seasoning for pizzas. Yep. Uh, I'm a huge pizza lover, mm-hmm. as most people are. I love yeah. making my own pizza. Um, I was always putting uh, just dry basil on my own, but wanted to make something a little more uh, extensive, so mm-hmm. I developed that one yeah and actually use it on potatoes uh potatoes i know a lot of people put it on their chicken as well yeah um got a super super low salt content which a lot of people like nice yeah yeah um yeah a few different applications for it yeah just basically an italian seasoning right you can use it with it wherever you'd use a your store-bought italian seasoning uh throw that in there instead right nice to have the low salt too and if you sorry it's pretty versatile with all the different herbs and stuff. Yeah, nice. Now just and saying, then, yeah, yeah. the salt. If you want more salt, you can always add it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's the unfortunate thing with so many rubs on the market is they're just because it's cheap, they're packed with salt, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're salt. It's price, right? Yeah, that's what the market's driven on. Yeah, uh, salt and sugar, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what what it is. But yep. you don't typically see a lot of herbs and stuff in the yeah. Commercial blends because that's uh, expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the uh, the Caesar Rimmer, I guess, is the last uh, last in the lineup. Yeah. Well, I always forget about the Caesar Rimmer. <laughs> Just it's it's marketed a little bit different. It's still under the Jerry Raider. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it's got a, a like a dill type of flavor to it. Okay. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's in those containers. I just wanted them in the the round containers because you can dip your glass in it. Yep. And in the shaker type. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just haven't got around to uh, changing the the branding on it quite yep. yet. But yeah. 
maybe sometime down the, down the road. Like you say, it's one of those harder to ship out too because all these shakers have certain boxes that fit them perfectly. Right. You throw in a big round one that's yeah mixes everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the uh, part that's stopping me, but no, yeah. And then uh, you got some swag as well on the website. I was noticing t-shirts, hoodies, hats, yeah. koozies. Yeah, I got two different styles of t-shirts, uh, and then a hat, and yeah, just something. Don't really make too much money on those, but uh, just something fun. And I know a lot of people uh, are enjoying them. They're yeah, high that... quality, which uh, I wanted to to make sure it was decent quality. I don't want like. I hate wearing uncomfortable clothes, so yeah, yeah. I want it to be comfortable first, and then uh, yeah, just something that uh, advertises my yeah product line a little bit, and yeah, yeah. I like the uh, the sweet rib rub uh, t shirt. That's great with uh, Duke Grillmore designed for you, and yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. He yeah. did a good job. On that. Yeah, very cool. Nice uh, funky little logo there. So that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, may, maybe mention uh, where folks can find you online. It's reedsbbq.com, and that's three E's. I'll have to ask you about that. R-triple-E-D-Z-bbq.com, uh, yep. or Z for our listeners in the States. Uh, you can shop online, and then there's also a retailer listing on the uh, on the website. You're pretty much across the country, eh? Yep, yep. I uh I want to, I forget the exact number. I want to say around 35 different retailers yeah, across Canada. Yep. Uh, most are based in Ontario where I'm out of. Sure. That's a lot more local to me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there are in most provinces. I know I don't have any Manitoba yet. Yeah. Um, or Nova Scotia. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, or Quebec, sorry. Other than that, they're pretty much everywhere. Yep. Um, but if you can't get it, I do ship across Canada for ten dollars flat rate shipping. Nice, that's reasonable. I know a lot of people when they're buying anything online, they want to know what the shipping is. Yeah. Prior to even putting anything in your cart. Yeah. If they know it's ten dollars shipping, then yeah, hey, I might uh, get this or that. Yep. Uh, I definitely lose money on that, but I feel like if uh, you sell one or two bottles, you make up your money, and hopefully they uh, get a bit more, and that's yeah. where they get. That's yeah. where I can get the money, and then uh, just repeat customers. Then too, if they try Absolutely. my product, uh, mainly what I want first is people trying the product, liking it, and yep. uh, hopefully rebuying it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anything uh, coming up down the pipeline you can mention? Or? Yeah, most it's pretty much out there. That I'm uh, working on a new one. It uh, started kind of like on the SPG base. Mm-hmm. Uh, added a few different things in there, but it's got a butter powder base. Okay, yeah. So it's like an all-purpose thing. I'm gonna try and uh, market it as like an all-purpose butter. Yep. Butter blend. Nice. Uh, got 25% butter powder in it. Okay, also heavy on the butter. Yeah. The butter definitely hits you. Yeah. Uh, I put it on my steak the other night. Um, popcorn, veggies, mm-hmm. you name it, you can pretty much put it on it. Yep. Uh, I know a lot of people actually like they've cooked their steak and whatnot, and then they they apply it after, okay. and it just kind of like melts like snow on top of it. Right, so a bit more of a yeah. fine uh, finer finishing, or yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, nice. Yeah, but, uh, if you're on Instagram or not, uh, I just did uh, one reel with it. I did some skirt steak tacos. Nice, and I applied it on the skirt steak, so you could definitely see uh, it in use there. Nice, oh. but it. A nice blend. 
Awesome. That's uh, the Instagram you mentioned. That's at reads.bbq on Instagram. Again, it reads with three E's. Uh, what was the, any reasoning behind the three E's or just what was um, that? I forget exactly. Like my personal Instagram has reads in it. Okay. It's a nickname of mine. Ah. And I think it came because I, it wouldn't give me the two E's. So I just added an extra E. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that, right? Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, so that's folks. Uh, ReadsBBQ.com is the website at Reads.BBQ on Instagram. Any other social media or just the Instagram? Um, I do Facebook as well. It's uh, just known as Reads Barbecue. All right. Excellent. Space in between the uh, Reads and the Barbecue. Excellent. Check the website out, folks. Uh, order online. Find a retailer near you. Try out these products. They are, uh, I can tell you for sure, having used them, they're great, uh, great products and uh, great to be supporting a local, or not local, but a Canadian uh, small business here. And uh, really uh, appreciate you taking some time to chat with me today here at Derek and uh, talking about your uh, your business and everything. So I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Last thing I uh, ask everybody, it's, it's dinner time. You got one of the grills fired up. What's kind of the go-to for uh, at your house? go-to uh we like doing chicken yep uh chicken thighs um if we got boneless skinless chicken thighs i like uh smashing them out and making chicken burgers nice yep or uh it can't be a good steak yeah absolutely if i had time to choose and gave me the grocery store i'll definitely be going to get a steak i hear you man yep yeah awesome what's your uh, what's your preferred steak uh, cooking method um, kind of depends on the cut. Uh, if it's thicker, ribeye, do the reverse sear. Yep. Uh, um, skirt steaks that I did, it was just strictly hot and fast. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends on how thick they are. Yep. What the, uh, what the type of steak is a bit. Yep. Awesome. Tough to beat a good ribeye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Derek. I've, been, I've been more under the skirt steaks lately. They, oh, yeah? They've been yep. pretty tasty. Yeah. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, Derek, thanks so much uh, taking some time out of your uh, your Sunday. You got a busy uh, busy household there. Appreciate it, and uh, uh, best of luck uh, moving forward. We'll be watching for that new uh, that new rub coming out with the butter, and it sounds uh, sounds like a good one. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block, or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. Visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca. That's B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A. And follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you tell them you heard about them on Eat More Barbecue. This past weekend was the Super Bowl, and it was a great game. Very exciting right down to the end. I uh, didn't love the halftime show myself, but I can say it was certainly a spectacle. 
I also had a great time checking out what everyone was cooking up for their celebrations. I fired up the Barrel Boss Q Grizzly drum smoker for the first time since last fall and did up a couple of tasty snacks. First up were some wings, and I have to admit I went the lazy route. Picked up a package of those fresh pre-seasoned wings they sell at Costco in the refrigerated section. Uh, they Not sure what they put on it, but it is a nice, tasty seasoning. Nothing crazy, not too spicy at all. Good for everybody. They went on the smoker for about an hour at around 300 or so, and then just before serving, put a batch of them into the air fryer for 20 minutes or so to crisp them up. They were great, and I portioned out the vacuum seal and vacuum sealed the leftovers to freeze for future use. Uh, I got to tell you, that's the way to go with the uh, smoker. I find you don't get the crispy skin, so got the flavor from the smoke, and then the air fryer just crisped them up, crisped them up nicely. Uh, excited to have a few, some of those pre-cooked, ready to go into the air fryer for future. Next up was my take on a pimento cheese dip. I'm calling it smoked, not pimento, pimento cheese. I followed a recipe I found online and had made once before, but this time I seasoned the cream cheese with Reed's barbecue French fry seasoning and smoked it for about 45 minutes before mixing it up into the other ingredients. I couldn't find any pimentos at my local grocery store the day before, so I substituted some diced up pepperoncini peppers uh, that I had in the fridge for the pimentos and also added some diced up pickles for a little extra tang. Really enjoyed it as a topping on crackers and also spread it on a bun with some pulled pork for dinner the other night. Mm -mm -mm, good stuff, folks. Hit me up if you want the recipe. I also smoked a second brick of cream cheese. Also had the Reed's French fry seasoning on that one and topped it with some of the Moose Shed barbecue. My friend Luke out of Canmore, his habanero jelly. On top of that, let it mix and melt down into that cream cheese. Mm -mm -mm. Tasty, tasty, tasty. We officially have another KCBS-sanctioned event here in Alberta to announce for 2023 with the return of the Small Town Smokedown in Bazano, Alberta. This one's coming up June 2nd to the 4th, and registration is now open at the Barbecue on the Bow website. That is www.bbqonthebow.com. Also, if you're in Calgary, in the Calgary area, and interested in becoming a KCBS judge, keep your eyes open for details on a judging class coming April the 15th. I will do a full roundup of the competition calendar next week for you, as things are filling up. Looking like an exciting year for competitions here in Canada. Folks, I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca, where you can check out the listing of barbecue spots here in Alberta, then get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, wherever you are, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week, and keep on smoking. <laughs>